All right, all right, y'all. So, I had to come on here today and talk about this because I'm seeing it everywhere on social media and this is something that we have to get to the bottom of. What is up with the customer complaint? I'm starting to see this stuff all over social media. They're blasting clients. Clients are blasting dollars and dollars are blasting clients and it's just getting out of hand. So today we're going to talk about customer complaints and how to effectively deal with them when a customer gives a complaint. Okay, so let's talk about customer complaint. This is something that is a very, very, very touchy topic, but I definitely know that we have to talk about this in order for us to grow past and become stronger. Um, and what is the professional way on handling customer complaint? First, let's talk about why customer complaints are even needed. That is the number one top thing that I need you to understand as we are moving forward in this podcast is that customer complaints are going to be needed in order for you to grow as a professional. You have to know that regardless of if this complaint was something soft or something hard, that it can be utilized for my professional growth. Now, I also want to say that this podcast is definitely a part two to my previous, uh, one of my previous podcasts talking about client confrontation. Well, today we're not going to talk about the clients in, in, in particularly, um, and them com- confronting the issues, but we want to talk about the other end of the professional recognizing what the issues are and how we can be effective leaders in this industry. So my number one thing, I want to point out the problem. The problem today is that when there is a complaint about a service that any professional gives, and this is any industry we can talk about, but today we want to specifically point out the things in the beauty industry. But I need you to know and understand that there are going to be problems Everything is not going to be everything every single day. And it's absolutely okay. But how you manage these problems is what makes you the professional. This is what um, definitely makes an impact on your growth as a professional when you learn how to handle these problems. So the first thing is let's look at our, our media today. The media have played such a huge impact on the way people post complaints. We look at reviews. That's just the way the light, um, our life has been set up. Well, we will check reviews before we even purchase anything. So the way society is now, the number one top problem is society avoids confrontation. Look at it any time that it is a problem. People are more comfortable with going to someone about the problem before they are more comfortable with addressing the issue to the actual person. Then I want you to know this is why you have to understand not to take things personal when 
this happen you have to know this is something that happens in today's world where people are a lot more comfortable not talking directly to the person so because this is an issue this helps you now create strategies on how to create a better environment so that people are able to communicate and express what their needs are Okay, second thing is, it is so much easier for someone to blast you on social media versus having the conversation. I find it, um, a lot of people call it petting, um, but I call it uh, a lot of the reason why people are doing it is not just, it's just a lack of maturity. If a person is not comfortable with sharing to you about the issues that have been created, the first thing that is usually on a person that lacks maturity is going to post on social media. Rather it's your reviews, rather it's word of mouth, or rather it's actual social media platform. This doesn't make it right at all. Trust and believe. It does not make it right. But these are the times that we are in. Now, sometimes some people are saying, well, I did have the conversation with them and try to work things out, but they still took it to social media. These things are out of our control, but there are things that you can do that can definitely help make this situation better for you to grow as a professional. Now, I know they teach us that the clients are always right or the customers are always right, but we already know that this is not the truth, okay? This is not the truth in every situation. But what we can do is make sure that we are taking these steps that I want to talk about today to make sure that we're doing everything that we can do as a professional to make this situation better. First, I want to tell you, when a customer complains, to automatically take off the jacket of defense. Do not feel like you have to defend yourself just because a person is complaining. If you automatically answer or respond to a situation in an amount of defense, what happens is sometimes it makes the situation worse. You have to know that customer complaints are always an opportunity to clear anything that has not been stated and what that has not been done properly. This is an opportunity of growth. And this is an opportunity to gain a better understanding between you and the client, okay? And also, too, I always tell, you, tell people to know that sometimes you're going to get it wrong. Sometimes the client is right. And that's why you can't wear that jacket of defense. I know that as professionals, we want to be sure that we keep the money in our pockets. We want to make sure that we do um, well, I did everything right, but that's not always the case. You got to leave room for growth. So one thing that I want you to do anytime a customer complains, rather if this is through in a review or if it's through a phone call, word of mouth, is to first listen effectively to the complaint. Before you can even analyze what was right or wrong, you got to take a step back and you got to listen. Listen to what the complaint is. 
is this a, a true complaint or is this something that a client is just nagging about? Not all the time will you be able to dis- discover that if you wear your jacket of defense. You're going to only listen with your ears in order to respond in a way that's going to defend yourself versus you actually listening so that you can actually solve a problem. Next thing I want you to know is to create, um, but well, before we go to this one, I want you to own your mistake. If you made a mistake, I want you to apologize. Also, too, if you didn't make a mistake, apologize. Why do you apologize? You want to apologize because you want to show sympathy. You want to show sympathy that you heard the client and their complaint. And here is what you want to do about it. This shows that I simply, I, 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 I want to show you simple sympathy in regards to what it is that you are dealing with and facing um, your dissatisfaction of service. Even if you feel like you did your best, you still want to apologize to show that you heard this claim completely out. Now, after you own your mistake, especially if there was a mistake, be honest. Be honest. Was this your best work? If it wasn't your best work, what could you do to be better? If it was your best but your best work, now you got to figure out what are you going to do to make this situation better um, for you and the client. Okay, so I want to talk about that. Next step is create an action plan. So if this was not your, if you understand the mistake that you made that the client is pointing out, create an action plan. How do you plan to, um, how do you plan to fix this problem? What is it that you plan to do so that you can compensate for this mess up? If this is something that you feel like you cannot master or that you cannot fix, I want you to actually um, get to a place of saying, uh, and, and, and say it in respect, I'm sorry, I cannot be able to meet the needs of the request that you're asking for. Let me refer you out, referring them to the next best person. Do you know someone who can fulfill that? Is there someone in the salon that can actually service this person for you so that it can clear up what have happened? And you want to make sure that you are making sure that you are, um, if they've already paid, that you reimburse them or maybe you give them the, give the person in the salon the credit for them. If you are not in a place of reimbursing them, I've seen people where they will work things out with the other stylists and maybe they pay for that service. I'm not sure how exactly you plan to create your action plan, but the key to the action plan is to to create solution to fix the problem of the complaint. So that's when you're going to have to put your thinking cap on. But I want you to make sure that this action plan is not in a way where it protects you all the time. That is definitely making satisfaction for you and the client. So if you made a mistake and it's something that can be easily fixed, you have to explain that to the client. Let me 
go in and fix this for you. Now, I think it's absolutely unfair when a client does not give us grace to fix problems that can be fixed. Somehow you may find that an issue. Now, if you find that the client say, no, I just want my money back, and you're going to have to determine what does your policy says about refunding for services. Or you're going to have to figure out, do you have a, a policy in place where there are no refunds for um, service? Now, if you, especially if you did your best job and this is, you know, your work and you know that there is no need for improvement, the, the client is just not satisfied. Because sometimes you're going to reach clients that are not satisfied about services and it's absolutely okay. You are not meant to please every single person. You want to you wanna be sure that you're serving and you're not pleasing people. Make sure that you're serving. You're serving them and not people pleasing. That's going to be a podcast that I definitely talk about the difference between pleasing and serving. People pleasing and serving because we have to know that there is a difference between the two. And I don't want you to be burnt out frustrated, aggravated, devastated due to people pleasing versus actually serving. So next, I want you to refer them out. I think it's so important that we create, um, we have a, um, we be a part of community where you are connected to different professionals in the industry that does quality work. So that means if you get someone, you can't offer the service to them, then you are confident with sharing your neighbor's information about what services they offer and they can help you due to the fact that you aren't able to help them. I think that is such a beautiful thing when we get in networking, when we create networking opportunities to definitely promote each other in the industry. That would definitely, definitely be a great thing to do, especially if you know that you can't accomplish a service. And last but not least, I want to talk about this. This is very important. I want you, after you have created your action plan on how you're going to help this customer with the complaint, I want you to now reflect. This is something that I always consider every single day, especially if I have complaints. I like to reevaluate my situation. So remember when I talked to you about customer complaint being a complaint because it's opportunity for growth? You now have to evaluate that complaint and figure out how can I learn and grow from this situation. The opportunity of learning and growing from the situation may be for you to come up with a system to put in place that can support and protect your business. Or it may be an opportunity for you to invest in classes. Do know and understand that Some clients are going to say they didn't like your work, and it's absolutely okay. But if the things that they are pointing out are things that you can sharpen within your technique, I want you to know and understand that is nothing but great feedback for you to know that this is an opportunity for me to grow and sharpen my technique. 
there have been so many times where I would mess up someone's cut, haircut, mess up someone's makeup, and and it may have hurt to hear the bad reviews about the bad things that happened in that process, but it left room uh, of opportunity for me to grow and invest in classes so that I can become better. You got to know that until you put the towel in and say you're done with this career, there are opportunities for you to continue to grow daily in your craft. Never feel like you've known it all or you got it all together. Because when you do that, you stop room for you to grow. Okay, so then I want you to know that sometimes a lot of the customer complaints come from your consultation. If you do not offer consultation before servicing new clients or when a client is deciding to start a new service, this leaves room for confusion. Let me say that again. If a person comes in and they are a new client or if they are a client that you have had over a period of time and decide to change services, If you do not provide a consultation, this can leave room for confusion. It is so important that you as the professional make sure you set out time for a consultation to clarify the details of the service that they are requesting. This gives an introduction to the client so that they can know and understand what it is that they are getting ready to purchase. I'm going to have also a podcast that talks about the details of consultation so you can know how to have an effective consultation so that your services can definitely be operating in excellence because it first started off well with a consultation. You get to introduce your clients and let them know This is the service that you're about to experience. And also, this is the process that you have to go. What this do is this set the expectation for the client so that they can know this is they, they can get excited about what they're about to receive. But what is so scary is that the person gets in the chair and have an idea about how their service is about to be and it's completely nothing like the service that you're getting ready to offer. And what happens is by the time that client is ready to check out, they're not able to tell you about the thing that they dislike because they never had an opportunity to introduce or say the details of what they want. So in order to be sure that you set a great foundation for what you for for your clients to know what they're going to expect when they get in your chair and get serviced by you, I want you to be sure that you are clear during your consultation. So If you notice you get complaints about the same things over and over and over, take that into consideration. Reevaluate yourself and see what is it that I can improve so that I can be better so that this complaint is not constantly coming out of the mouth of others. If clients are saying that they're tired of waiting in the salon all day, now is the time that you figure out how long does it take for you to do for each service. 
You want to check your duration time to make sure that they are set long enough so that you aren't having clients sit on top of each other for each service because of lack of time management. So these are some really, really, really great things that I want you to consider. Uh, Another example, if uh, you have clients that are thinking that they're getting the service and the service is turning their hair white or they're noticing that their scalp is flaky, if you're getting that same, same complaint about dry, flaky scalp every time you use, um, do certain services, now is the time to reevaluate that service. What products are you using that may be causing buildup, maybe causing dryness to the scalp? You want to reconsider those things because when you take these things into consideration and create an action plan, what happens, you are now setting yourself up for success because you are actually taking heed of the things that are complaints and making them, you're making and turning them into something valuable for your client. Trust me, when you start doing this, every time you get a complaint, you will notice that you're going to see yourself start to grow and excel in ways that you never thought that you can. So don't get scared when you get customer complaints. I know sometimes they can definitely be heartbreaking. Some people can say some of the meanest and evil and cruelest things in this world. But I want you to count it all joy and let it all work together for your good. You do your best and showing up being your best. And I guarantee you, every single day, you'll be able to reflect and you'll be able to reflect and be able to do the things that you need to do so that you can become a better professional. I hope that this podcast has helped you. Y'all, I am so, so excited to just be providing so much quality and value that you can implement for your business. And I want you to know that this is a safe place. This is where we can discuss all of these issues that we are having here in the beauty industry. And no, I feel y'all. I feel y'all. But there are so much stuff that we can actually do so that we can make it better. I'm not going to say you won't cry a bit, but I will tell you that you are strong enough to endure whatever is being thrown at you. So I hope you guys make today a great one. Remember, sit back and reflect and create an action plan on how you're going to show up to be your best. 